0: I think that the way that people uh, assess the quality of those films as well is completely devoid of the context of those films. In the same way that you talked about Tom Cruise, um, you said you know Ricky Gervais defended him and said no, it's it's it, you, he's making a two hundred fifty you know million, and that's why I think these films should be recognised for. It's like well, these are part of a massive process and they're yeah. doing this. So how does that film function within a series and how does it film deliver that thing for its audience? It's not about what does you know Thor two have to say about and existence. People,
1: people are quite opinionated on them. They have a reaction oh because they have, you, have you been online? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, like thinking about people's reaction to it, I remember some directors have come out and not been really happy with them. Like Martin Scorsese came out and made that comment about them uh, being uh, junk food. No, 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 no no no, mis- no, 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 mis- no, 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 no. That is misquoting him. He okay. didn't say they were junk
0: food. No, no, he said they were like- No, no, nah, nah, yeah, he said that- No, nah, sorry, people people, misremember that Scorsese's Scorsese quote. Defending. What he was saying was that mean, the the way that those films are produced and that the type of films, they remind him- of theme park rides and roller coaster rides for what they're trying to ask of an audience what they're trying to deliver he wasn't saying that they were rubbish he wasn't yeah. saying they were bad what he was saying was that the film industry is unbalanced because most of the films that are being made are aiming to be theme park rides and stuff and what there isn't any space for is the other stuff
1: the that... Irishman
0: yeah yeah well think, yeah. you know other types of films to get away from that well, he wasn't saying they were bad and and people were really quick to say oh Martin says he hates Marvel and people were always asking him to qualify his comments but that I, he wasn't saying they were bad yeah he was just saying that that it's it's un, unbalanced yeah the, the weighting's off
1: I, I think it probably is a shame that from a score stage or any other any director that's trying to do something that isn't that and wants to find a market for that mm. i reckon so many algorithms and stock flow charts yeah. of everyone and all the corporates is going no no we just need to keep doing this to make money yeah. and i don't want everything else that's good in the cinema to become shoved into this very small yeah. corner where yeah. people don't think that there's a market to mm. go see it because all we said before is that the the cinema was was had the bells of death ringing for it in mm. in the noughties and then that was just absolutely not true because everyone thought well with netflix mm. and online why would you go to the cinema yeah. when actually the market just responded by making films that you want to see in yeah. the cinema
0: but that's scorsese's point is that Sure. Okay, cinema didn't die, but the, it's the, the space that this, yeah the space that the cinema catered for before is become much more specific to those yeah. bigger films. He
1: made a really good point. I don't I don't want everything to consolidate into into everything feeling the yeah, same. Uh, yeah, hom- some of the homogenized. movies do, yeah. do feel the same, and you don't you don't want that. You no, absolutely. To I want I want to go and see loads of different experiences.
0: Scorsese made a really good point earlier this year in a piece for the New York, I believe, like like a leading uh, like a guest at piece. I think I I think I remember. And this it yeah. was and it was really powerful because what he was saying was this wasn't about this is actually about streaming services as much about about the space the lack of uh spaces where you can go and appreciate films and it's obviously like the fact that cinemas are dying and the only places you can go to the cinema are the bigger ones and he was to paraphrase him what he's basically saying is if you have a carousel the way that the carousel operates on netflix and all the streaming services there's no way you've got you know you could have uh, an ingmar bergman film right next to the seven seasons of The Sopranos. Yeah, And there is no way of appreciating the differences and nuances of those two works of art together because they're just a catalog of content. Yeah, And I think what he was trying to say is like, it's the difference between a warehouse and an art gallery. Yeah. So, so you go to a warehouse and it's like, here's all the content you ever want, pick out what you need, go ahead. And that's what we've been given with streaming services, so right? But what he was saying is, no, you need to have an art gallery where the works of art are given the space that they require for you to appreciate them properly. The lighting, the the, yeah. So you go to an art gallery. It's like this is an exhibition on this type of film. So you're not going to put a a Picasso up next to a Van, uh, next to a Van Gogh, next to a just just because it's there. You're going to make sure that when people come to see that film, they can appreciate it within the context properly. And that's what cinema used to be doing. You'd go to a you know a picture house to go and see. Uh, you know something respected in its own way isn't it,
1: isn't it mental how many times you hear considering we have access to all the content that's ever been made yeah. pretty much you can watch it at any time you like how much you don't have anything to watch yeah but when that that factor of when something was just on tv you would watch yeah. it anyway yeah. i feel like it's it's kind of similar to that totally. like there is a factor of oh that's on i would never have yeah. thought to put that on or watch it but yeah. here i am watching this movie i do that kind of at christmas now because christmas yeah. i tend to what turn on like the original mm. like traditional tv and have a flick through because there's good christmas content but that that exact factor is the same if something is on in cinemas you go oh it's being presented to me mm. i'll watch it but i've no interest in just Coming up with an idea of what to watch myself, and again, the carousel of content is so easy to just flick through and, and mind-numbingly just have it yeah. pass you by. Like it's, it's very good, very good comparison. The yeah. warehouse gallery. Uh, that was, a, you know, what that was actually just me. Yeah, yeah that and was I, you. I, I, that
0: wasn't Scorsese, but I was, I was, I was yeah. theorizing. Uh, just you know, to give myself a little bit of kudos there. Yeah. But um, well done for citing him. What it is, what it comes down to is a lack of curation a lack of like personal t- mm. taste. How often I have this, where something is sat on your watch list that you've been wanting to watch for, for ages, and you do sincerely would like to watch that film. Yeah, but it's just stuck on your watch list and it just takes one person you know to say oh yeah we watched that that was quite good or you, or you hear someone reference it on, on, on a show yeah. a character will say it's like they bit been in that film and you'll go oh I better watch that now and yeah. then it's suddenly broken out of this cocoon and you get to watch it and it's a I've experienced so many great films that way that have just been stuck in amber on my watch list and some small small nudge, it'll finally get released. Like I had that, okay, really bad example because it wasn't an amazing film, but like The King of Staten Island. Yeah. I've been on my like watch list for about a year and it was just there and I knew I could watch it whenever I wanted. but Mm. And then all it took was me listening to Mark Maron podcast and he was talking to Steve Buscemi and he just referenced it in like, 10 seconds. Yeah. And I went, oh yeah. Oh yeah, I'd love to see that. And it's just that personal touch, that personal curation.
1: Yeah, you know when I really get through films is so I can go sometimes, I can have a really busy month and I just haven't really watched any films and was out in the cinema. But if I know I have to get on a plane or I know I'm going on a holiday mm. and I go, ooh, time off. Yeah. What, what films do I want to watch? And I load a load of them up on my yeah. iPad and then boom, I'm just like, in a week I'll watch four or five and that's really great yeah. because I thought, what do I want to watch? What did I miss? Yeah. I, I create myself a little channel. And do you know what I've just
0: realised as well. I've had a really interesting thing with film this year, where I am struggling. I've struggled to watch films in the same way that I used to because uh, I've had more time at home, much more time in the evenings to watch films. And at the beginning of the year, I was just like getting through, so well, oh, like lockdown. Yeah, yeah, films. but but like you know, trying to push the, like trying to watch you know different films, uh, yeah, esoteric saying, yeah. films. But I've realised now that what that was doing is, but you can't just mainline films like their content these films have to be respected in their own way. Can't so binge them, you imagine, sit on them. Yeah, it's like, imagine trying to raid the the, 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 the kitchen cupboards at Nomu, you know? Right? The, you know you, well, you,
1: it's like if I just showed you a slideshow of the 100 best paintings of all time. Yeah. But didn't yeah. really give you time to go, well, here's where it's come yeah. from, here's the artist. And not that you wouldn't look into it. But, but the difference like, is, like, oh, you've seen it. You've, you've seen the it. painting. Yeah. You've seen it, I've yeah. showed you the art. You've you haven't experienced, experienced the art. Yeah. If, I sh- if I mention the painting, you go, yeah, I've seen that painting. But yeah. It's about t- smelling the roses. Uh, yeah, totally. We're loving our warehouse, carousel, museum uh, analogy today. Thank you very yeah. much. That's a, it's all, it's, it all it's all in the tea. It's definitely for the... the not, not that I have any moral obligation, but I think it's an interesting one for anyone running a streaming service to try and figure out.
0: Well, that's what Mubi tries to do differently. So Mubi has seasons you know like in, in the same way that uh, that, uh, that a cinema would you know an old, oh. an old school picture house so in the same way like the bfi will run a season about i don't know yeah ingmar bergman movie will do a season about oh we're going to do it about femme fatales are oh, we going to do this and so because movie has a lot more films than it used to be because it's had to buck yeah. to the demand but it used to be the case that like they'd only have a set number of films on their channel and it would be like well if you catch it this month it's about femme fatales. but next month we've got right. these whole other new films that come on it's, it's like a about, seasonal uh,
1: menu exactly